Welcome back to the Fight Talk Podcast. This is Steven Jensen. Today is July 17th, 2019. I've got another old article from, let's see when this was uh, when this was uploaded. It doesn't tell me the exact day, but this went up 68 weeks ago. So a little over a year ago. And I wrote this for Daily DDT, which is a part of fansided.com. This article is entitled, Hangman Page's Breakout Performance at NJPW Strong Style Evolved. So I'm going to be going over this article with you guys today. I'm going to read it verbatim, and then we're going to look back and, and I'll give you my thoughts on, you know, kind of where things are now with Hangman Page. And I felt like this was a really relevant topic for today's uh, podcast because, you know, Hangman Page is currently the number one contender for the inaugural AEW Heavyweight Championship. Him and Chris Jericho will be fighting to crown the first ever champion. And Hangman Page is really being spotlighted as one of the top performers in that company. And this article that you're about to hear me read was when he, I felt like he kind of turned the corner around this time and this match specifically that we're going to be talking about. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Fight Talk podcast. And we are rapidly approaching episode 200. I've been hyping it up a lot. We're supposed to be recording it tomorrow morning. Uh, Me and my special guest, my secret guest. Uh, but, you know, I hope you enjoy this. This is once again an old article from 68 weeks ago here on the Fight Talk Podcast. All right, once again, this article is titled Hangman Page's Breakout Performance at NJPW Strong Style Evolved. Here we go. New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Strong Style Evolved earlier tonight from Long Beach, California. The main event of the Golden Lovers vs. the Young Bucks was an instant classic and is the match that most fans are buzzing over on social media, but there was another member of the Bullet Club that left a lasting impression on me. Hangman Page put on the best performance of his career against Jay White. Hangman vs. Switchblade was a match that I admittedly was not overly excited about heading into the show. As of late, Pages has been seen in a mostly comedic role as he regularly appears in the Young Bucks' popular YouTube series, Being the Elite. On BTE, Hangman Page is currently in an ongoing feud with Joey Ryan. Well, to be more specific, the two are in a battle of the penises. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, I highly recommend checking out Being the Elite and getting caught up. As ridiculous as it sounds, the rivalry between Ryan and Page is actually extremely entertaining and I personally think it's hilarious. The former penis pretender Joey Ryan will inevitably have a showdown with Hangman at some point in the near future to settle the score once and for all. Since I'm so used to seeing Hangman as a comedy figure, it was hard for me to see him as a believable challenger to Switchblade in his IWGP United States Championship. Sure, I'm familiar with Paige's work over the years, but I'm also aware that NJPW is very careful about who they choose to push into valuable positions on their cards. What we got out of Hangman vs. Switchblade was an incredibly entertaining match that saw Page try literally everything to get the job done. White hit Page with everything in his arsenal along the way as well. There were multiple instances in this match where I was legitimately concerned that Page had suffered a concussion. I won't give away every spot because I want you to watch this match if you haven't already. I'll just say that Page did a masterful job of selling every move, and by the end of the match, I honestly believe that he had a real chance of becoming the new champion. 
Obviously, it takes two to tango, and Switchblade played his role to perfection. Jay White has really impressed me as of late after an underwhelming re-debut against Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom 12. White has taken the ball he earned by defeating Kenny Omega for the US belt and run with it the best way that he possibly can. One thing was clear to me after White stood tall. It was clear that Hangman hung in there with one of the best in the world in the semi-main event of a major New Japan show. Page proved that he belongs near the top of the NJPW card now and going forward. He's in a similar position to where Kenny Omega was when AJ Styles was the leader of the Bullet Club. Hangman has been somewhat of an afterthought because he's been outshined by bigger names within the stable. Tonight, he shined brighter than he ever has before. Hangman now has the most momentum in his career, heading into his huge matchup against Kota Ibushi at ROH Supercard of Honor over WrestleMania weekend. His performance against White should be a huge boost of confidence and lead to an even more incredible contest against Ibushi at Ring of Honor's biggest show of the year. I was unsure if Page was ready for the heavy spotlight that will be hovering over him in the upcoming months. He'll be involved in some of the top storylines and matches across multiple promotions. After tonight, I'm no longer unsure. Hangman Page has his breakout performance, and I have no doubt that he's ready for what's coming next. Alright, so that's the end of the article. Really crazy how uh, how much has happened since then. I mean, obviously, Hangman Page isn't a part of New Japan anymore, as he's assigned exclusively to All Elite Wrestling. Uh, Jay White is still one of the top names in New Japan right now, and still, you know, heavily featured on their shows and in their major storylines. Uh, so, yeah, it's crazy, because, like, going back and reading this, it's, like, a lot of Bullet Club, Penis Pretender stuff, uh, you know, just, it's just crazy, because this match, I really remember transforming my opinion of Hangman, because, like I mentioned in the article, he's always been a great performer, but... The comedy stuff with the penis pretenders and, and Joey, Joey Ryan and all that kind of stuff, like, I really enjoyed it, but it was really hard for me to see Hangman as, like, a real threat to being a top-level guy in, in any major promotion at the time. Uh, now we're at a point where Hangman is is being taken very seriously. Uh, still does some of the comedy stuff here and there, but his stuff against Chris Jericho up to this point has been really hard-hitting. Uh, he was busted open at... Fight for the Fallen uh, just a few days ago. Jericho really, uh, really beat the heck out of him. And then Hangman went out and beat the heck out of Jericho after that. So they're really building this up nicely. And, you know, I want to know what you guys think. Like, hit me up on Twitter at Fight Talk underscore. That's F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. Um, and let me know, like, who do you think is going to win that match between Hangman Page and Chris Jericho? Because I feel like, Hangman would be the better option being that like he's younger and AEW is kind of promoting like a youth movement, like a, an alternative movement to what the WWE does. And to put the belt on Chris Jericho would be interesting uh, and kind of contradict that that mindset because I believe Jericho is like 48 years old. Um, now Jericho is also like my favorite professional wrestler of all time. And I still think he's incredible at what he does. And I wouldn't mind him like, personally speaking, I wouldn't mind him being the first ever AEW World Heavyweight Champion. But, like, what do you guys think? Like, I know it seems pretty split. Like, it seems pretty 50-50 on, on people thinking Hangman's going to win or Jericho's going to win. And I do honestly think that Hangman's uh, momentum has kind of, uh, de it's kind of gone down uh, recently. I feel like 
He was white hot when AEW was announced. And he's still getting good reactions, but there are other people on AEW programming right now getting way bigger reactions. And I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily something to be concerned about. And Hangman's a, a young guy. Like, he has so much of his career left. Like, he's going to have so many opportunities. And I think the biggest money feud uh, down the line for AEW is going to be Hangman Page versus MJF for the title. So whether Hangman becomes the inaugural champion or not, I really believe that he's going to win the title eventually. And they have that built-in feud with him and Maxwell Jacob Friedman. So, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on Hangman now. But looking back on this article, like, it's just crazy because I thought that that Page was really being groomed to become one of the top gaijin, one of the top, you know, American uh, talents in New Japan. And I kind of feel for New Japan on this one, too. Like, they lost him. They lost Kenny Omega. Um, they lost, you know, people who were going back and forth, like, you know, Kenny and the Young, or uh, Cody and the Young Bucks and all them. Like, they lost a lot of American talent around the time that AEW was was formula, formulated or, or put together or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like, once the idea of AEW became a real thing, uh, they lost a lot of that talent. And also Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is hurting worse than anybody right now because of it. Uh, for the same exact reason with the same exact performers. So, yeah, I'm really interested to see what you guys think. Uh, once again, you can follow me on Twitter at FightTalk underscore and let me know. You can check out my current pro wrestling articles at SoberAsNetwork.com. I have a Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash FightTalk underscore. If you want to support the podcast even more, you can jump on whatamaneuver.net, buy some merchandise. You can also subscribe, download, give me a good rating and a good review on whatever podcast, whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Uh, so once again, downloads, subscriptions, uh, good reviews, and good ratings really, really help the podcast out a lot. I know I say that all the time, but it really is the truth. Uh, it takes you no time at all, and it costs absolutely nothing, and it really, really helps me out a ton. Also, want to make sure you guys check out the Fightful Select Weekender podcast. I record that every single Saturday at FightfulSelect.com. I'm always going over reviews and my thoughts and recaps and everything, previews for all non-WWE stuff. So usually I'll be talking AEW, Beyond Wrestling, you know, stuff going on on independentwrestling.tv, local promotions, like local to me in Nashville, we have Southern Underground Pro, uh, Chattanooga, the Scenic City shows, up in the uh, the Illinois area, St. Louis area, we have Glory Pro, uh, a lot of great stuff, Action Wrestling in, in Georgia. There's so much great independent stuff going on right now, and I make sure to talk about that a lot on the Weekender podcast, along with, you know, being the elite recaps, ROH show reviews, Impact Wrestling show reviews, uh, all the new content that goes up on the NWA YouTube channel, and that and a whole lot more. So once again, that's available at FightfulSelect.com, and that is a part of the Patreon service for Fightful. So definitely check that out. And also make sure to check out everything we do over at MMA On Point. If you're a fan of mixed martial arts, MMA on point, we put out the best MMA content you can find on the internet. I honestly believe that. That's not a knock to anyone else, but we really, really do. I mean, if you jump on YouTube, just search MMA on point. There's a ton of videos available, a whole bunch of different stuff. We're constantly coming up with new ideas. And I've wrote some of the lists that you'll see on that site or on that, on that YouTube page. I edit a lot of the videos now. Uh, just heavily involved, and I also run their social media. So shoot us a follow on Instagram at MMA on Point, on Twitter at On Point MMA, 
and the website is mmaonpoint.com. Uh, please go over there. If you're a fan of MMA, support MMA on Point. And speaking of support, make sure to support the podcast sponsors right here for Fight Talk, starting with Heroes and Legends. Heroes and Legends is a professional wrestling memorabilia company. They have action figures, autographs, uh, DVDs, I mean, old programs, anything you could think of. If you're a pro wrestling fan, get your stuff from Heroes and Legends. Give them a follow on all social media at HL Pro Wrestling. They're nice people and they'll give you a fair price. Also, make sure to jump on WrestleRumble.com. WrestleRumble.com is the place to be for all fantasy pick'em contests for professional wrestling. We have SummerSlam coming up, AEW All Out's coming up, and NXT TakeOver Toronto's coming up. There's going to be contests for all three of those major shows, and there's always big prizes and cash on the line. You can win awesome stuff just for being a fan of professional wrestling. So once again, you can do that over at WrestleRumble.com. Make sure to give them a follow on Twitter at WrestleRumble so you don't miss out on anything and stay up to date with all their contests. And last but never least, shout out to my brother Brian Jensen. Brian is a professional boxing coach. He's a corner man. He works with Parkinson's Foundations. He's a personal trainer. Whatever you're looking to do, whatever your goals are, Brian can help you with that. Whether you're just looking to learn self-defense, whether you want to lose some weight, whether you want to be a professional boxer, kickboxer, MMA fighter, like whatever it is, Brian can help you with that. Shoot him a follow on Instagram. That's going to be at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. Give him a follow, send him a message, and he can help you. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, he'll, he'll meet you in person. But if you're not, if you're in another state, another country, anywhere across the world, it doesn't matter. He'll help you remotely. He'll put together a plan for you to reach your goals. So once again, that's Brian Jensen, Instagram, at BoxingATL. Get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Hit up Brian right now. All right, guys. Episode 200. It's coming up really soon. Got something huge planned. Uh, something that I never thought would happen. An interview with uh, probably my biggest motivation to even get started in podcasting. Don't want to let the cat out of the bag just in case it doesn't happen right away or something you know gets in the way of, of when we're planning on recording. Don't want to jinx it. But if you know me, you've been following you know my career to any extent. Uh, just think, I mean, who who do you think is, is my biggest inspiration? Um, and I'll give you one hint. It's on the mixed martial arts side. It's not on the professional wrestling side. Um, but it's somebody that, I mean, I would not have started the Fight Talk podcast if it wasn't for this man. And uh, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to that. So episode 200 coming up very, very soon. And I'm going to have one more of these article kind of looking back on my my fan-sided and ddt days i got one more of those coming here uh in just a few minutes on this podcast feed i've uploaded a lot of these today so we have multiple articles that i've looked back on and multiple throwback episodes that i've uploaded recently that are basically audio clips and previews and reviews and, and old wrestling news that I never released here on Fight Talk. That stuff was recorded before this this podcast was even even a thought in my head. It's before I, this even existed. So a lot of content I've been putting up for you guys the last few days as we rapidly approach episode 200. I'll be back very soon.